Hello and welcome back to Just Another Football Podcast. Back for the second half of the pre-season predictions. We've got the top half coming at you today. Uh, or the teams that finished in the top half last season. Uh, once more joined by George, Fergal and Ali. Hello. And I think there's going to be some tension today because we're getting into the big stuff, the important stuff, including our own teams, which we'll come to in a bit. There's sure to be disagreements here. There's sure to be tension. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. It's all been getting excited oh, now. It's one, all... one day to go until until the start of the season. I know, I know. Just can't... To, yeah, yeah. Twenty four hours until we're all all the optimism surrounding Arsenal and our excellent preseason has uh, is evaporated <laughs> as we lose at Crystal Palace, which is the most is, predictable thing in the world. I would say tested, but in more optimistic. Well, yeah. we'll see, mate. We'll see, but. Um, well, without further ado, we'll get into it straight away. Waste no time. Yeah. Wolves finished 10th last season. Now, I think they're misleading, personally. Mm-hmm. I think when you look at their performance last season, they were 17th on expected points, which yeah. might come That's as a surprise to some people. Especially yeah. when they were they were actually, when you think about it, in theory, in the conversation for top four, at least, you know, until late February. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they could really struggle this season. I, I, and and it surprised me because I thought that would be my rogue shout of the episode. And then I saw you guys' predictions and we've kind of all gone with it. And so I, I sort of feel a bit less um, out there saying it. Um, see, like, it's wh- good wh- to wh- see that the modern day fan can read stats and derive conclusions from them and see that the expected goals against was for Wolves what against Wolves was 60.3 and they actually conceded 43 goals and and Jose Sa ended up saving the most goals in the division by yeah. a distance yeah. and you see that and you say if he does it again that would be insane Miracle, and it? you you yeah. don't think it will happen again like this level of performance is not going to be replicated another season i have them 15th mm. yeah likewise Same. 15th for for you three Interesting. Yeah. Um, you go for? Okay. Yeah, I've got I've, I've got them twelve, a little bit you higher. Have a soft I think. Spot for them. I do. Just, I do. You really like them last like season as well. Really right? like Wolves. Um, I was I really appreciate... down on them last oh. season, and although they finished tenth, I actually feel justified in that because they probably should have yeah. finished a lot lower. Uh, no, no, definitely. And and my prediction of them finishing, I think I think put top half. It was sort of ninth, eighth, maybe. Um, looked a lot better than it probably should have been. But I, I think there are a few players that I I think that are coming back, especially Pedro Neto from injuries. Had a very good preseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're going to be a lot more creative. They need, uh, in my opinion, another another striker. Um, uh, yeah. For, for me, is everywhere else, I'm, isn't he? I didn't know that. Um, he Eminem, played. Eminem. He played no, he's, yeah, he's out for the first like eight weeks, I think. Okay, wow. interesting. Yeah. I didn't oh, know that. Dude. So yeah, they they really do. Eight, yeah, I think it's eight games because there's five games in August, isn't there? It might have been eight games rather than eight weeks. Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, they, they've to, got some they technically re- re- good players. Have to re- rely on the the money money laundering. Um, you know, Fabio Silva. Fabio Silva. Fabio yeah. Silva was sent out on loan, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's gone to Olympia. Yeah, Is it Olympia? No, Andalek. Oh no, it was uh, Andalek. Sorry. Yeah, oh, I thought Olympia. Yeah, Andalek. Mm. Um. Yeah. He Chang Huang maybe um, Pedro Neto will play sort of off the striker anyway. Maybe they'll play a Dharma Traore up front. I'd love to see that. how many. How many? I yeah, but they've got Patrick Crotone as well, another wonder kid who somehow just sort of petered out at, at Wolves. They need a striker desperately. The rest of the squad, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned by they're not going to be relegation candidates in my opinion but it's going to be a boring boring um they are boring, boring aren't they? yeah the yeah they are like, their games they used are to be quite exciting. boring yeah they used yeah. to be exciting and now they're, they're boring why do you like they're them pretty though? boring um i don't know so we always had a soft, soft spot i orange probably played looks good. orange looks good i think i think i had um either an fm or a fifa save okay, probably fair. when i was 10 years old who knows um yeah, and I've always liked Raul Jimenez. He wears a bit of a headband, doesn't he? So it's quite mm. cool. Not out of style, though. No. Nah. <laughs> not at all. The boring season no for Sam Max, man. I agree. No, he's not. He's not. You know Certainly who else is going to have a boring season? I, I could probably guess. 
Brighton, I, I, I dislike what Brighton are doing to, to themselves. Like they need really? To have a striker. Yeah, I think I, they're going to regress this season. I, yeah, I, I totally agree regress to the mean. Not to the mean, just regress in general. Like they won't get. No, no, I just I lie. The, like the statisticians you love that terminology. Yeah, you love that. Yeah, they love that. I, I even think the atmosphere around Brighton is going to be down. I think that the, the lack of a big transfer, they might sell. Their Are they in for Levy Colwell? Uh, if they are, today. then what does that change? They need a striker. Well, I think he's a good. I think he'd be a good he, signing for them. As, he, as he a, will be as good, but back. I think the, the problem isn't in defense. It's in it's in attack, and I feel like they're they're, they're just lacking that. They've got Undav who they bought and was loaned out, and apparently he might be the the answer, but it doesn't look like he's going to start for them. I I I think it's going to I think it's going to go a bit stale on Brighton. I don't think they've changed enough. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm really not sure on them. I. 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 I the crowd were getting on them whenever they were doing well last season. I. I don't know why, but they were. What and, game is it? They. They drew a game. Um, they had loads of draws. And they I, drew, but they drew one, and they were getting booed. And I remember Potter coming on Sky Sports afterwards and sort of like kicking off about it. Um, and I think he was right to do that, but I think yeah. it, there might be in for more of the same, and I think that might then just make a bit a bit of it a negative atmosphere. I think they'll be well well away from relegation, but I think it's going to be just a, well. I I, I predicted that I predicted them to get relegated um, last season, not this year, George. Don't read. Really oh, sorry. Right. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, I predicted them to get relegated last year, and obviously got that horribly wrong, yeah, and yeah. so. I'm not going to make the same mistake again. I've got them in 10th. I, I, I think they're a good team. I think Potter's a good manager. I get what you're saying. Like, it, it, it is a bit... It's a bit meaty up front. There's not much there. But I still think they're well-structured. I think they can compete with most teams. And I think across the season, they'll they'll do well. I think they're just a safe bet again. They're one of those mid-table teams. Um, yeah. You could swap a yeah. few around, but I've I've... got them 10th. Yeah, well, I suppose Ali, Ali first, and then I suppose I'll go. Okay, with mine. Thirteenth, nothing exciting. We'll be safe, no. but won't do well mm. either. I've um, I've actually got them eighth. I think it's mainly because I've just just fallen for the for for those hipsters that absolutely love Brian. Wow. I, for some reason, I just think it's got to happen eventually. You know, they've always spoken about breaking into the so that 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 area because they're so good with XG and and they'll eventually you know get their um you know uh, law of averages or whatever it may be another phrase statisticians love to um say but uh, yeah I I got the mate uh, to be honest I'm I'm not very convinced with that pick I, mean, I just thought I'd be a little bit interesting and. and Go with them as my wild uh, shot. That's how you sell it to people. Yeah, I'm not yeah, that convinced of it. No, I, I can't really that argue convinced. that. It, it, I just it, thought it I'd was, do it. It was probably one of those. It was one of those ones where I filled out the whole table, left eighth position, and had Brighton, Brighton left. So but, just stuck them in there. Didn't didn't bother sort of shifting all of the the teams up to to mess up. With, with, what is it with the, the bees? The t- table. Brighton and Brentford and stats, you just end up yeah, they love it. Forget about it. them and go, yeah, yeah. Well, is, yeah. is there space just there? Put them in. Yeah, I actually quite like Danny Welbeck, and I think he'll yeah. do a lot better this yes. year. Um, I, I think get I some think love. For he's Danny. one I really do like if he can stay fit again. One of those players, but um, he's a great manager. He's a great part as a great manager. So I'd love to back him. I quite like him. So I'd like to see him maybe sort of move into a top six, seven, eight. Well, soon. Yeah. Um, they did lose Basuma and they might lose they Cucurella. Yeah, I think they're well stocked in centre-mid. I think they're well stocked. That's what I was going to say. Centre-mid, mm. they, 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 they thought they were going to lose Basuma the previous season and sort of signed yeah, they got Cedis and, and, and Mwepo. So I think they'll yeah. be alright for centre-mid. But, um, but yeah, they yeah, well, yeah, the thing might be a bit boring. I mean, let's be honest, the expectation shouldn't be... I mean, to be honest, the expectation if it was 15th, if you looked at this team on paper rather than what the hype has been in regards to their performances and their manager uh, and how much money they've spent it's really i mean 15th wouldn't exactly be a no they're doing well they're season. doing well they're yeah, solid. So, yeah you know wherever they finish it'll be fine 
But it'd be mm. interesting. I'd love, to, I'd love to speak to a Brighton fan about it. Because mm. the fact that they were booing them last season, or a portion of the fans were booing them last season, whenever they were on for their best ever finish and best ever points mm. total, or not, yeah. uh, all that sort of stuff. It'd be interesting if they're expecting to be going for top half, or they're yeah. happy to just get solid mid-table or not. Well, they've sold the two best players. If Kukurella yeah. goes... There's an expectation, I'm sure, like that that will happen eventually when you're when you're a club of their size. Um, but how does that alter your expectation then going into the season? And I mean, I, I would be surprised if they expected to finish higher than they did last season. I think that would be a great finish if they repeated that. Um, yeah, yeah I, I've you know, I think they'll be in offensive mid table. Is is I think what we probably can all say here i don't think they'll be yeah. close to relegation um but yeah it might be a bit boring as Fergus said a couple of times um leicester city this is an interesting one i think because leicester city the only team in english football that haven't signed anyone oh, yeah. I they haven't made a single signing so far did he come out um on what's the first monday that they are in a bit of financial trouble Mm. And... I think that much is clear. I think, yeah. yeah. Brendan Rodgers comes out and says, well, us being in a little bit of trouble financially and not being able to spend doesn't mean that we're we're going to become targets as well and was kind of dismissing the idea of selling Madison, which mm-hmm. will go eventually, I think. The, the, there's a clip that came out about... about um, he, he said they're not going to sell Madison, but obviously he said that no chance of Fafana going... And then mm-hmm. they played a clip of um of of when it, what he said about Chilwell and he said exactly the same about Chilwell. Oh, yeah, right, right, hard right. Interesting. Yeah. Like, it was interesting because they asked him about they asked him it's different with Tielemans because of his contractual situation. Oh, he, day, yeah. he was very open with Tielemans. He's like, he might go, which I took as to mean he probably will go. Yeah. I think Arsenal will sign Tielemans. It's weird that we haven't done it already. I think we basically know that they're in financial trouble and we could probably come back in for him. Um, yeah. yeah, but like in all, what we're saying here is they haven't signed anyone, and they were really poor last year. I mean, I know they had injuries, and I know they ended up finishing eighth. They were fifteenth on expected points. Yeah. They were dreadful at the back. I, I mean, honestly, it was comical. Some of the defending on the corners as well. They, you really saw some some of the pitfalls of Brendan Rodgers last season. I thought because he, he's quite yeah. stubborn. I think he struggles yeah. to coach a defence and I think he doesn't adapt. And and a lot of those things, I mean, in the set pieces, they were just getting done time and time again. They, they were really, really poorly organised at the back. Uh, I think they could struggle this season. I, I would put, I would tip them as a team that going into the season, when you look at the players that could leave that you've already mentioned, I think that their expectations, what they've basically suffered from, I think, is they've had a couple of good seasons. They won an FA Cup. They've been there for Champions League. They were punching above their weight. But yeah, then absolutely. by doing that, fans kind of expect that to become the norm or certainly closer to, you know, Leicester finishing 11th isn't a disgrace by any means. Their budget is kind of in keeping with a team that would be in that mid-table segment. But I think yeah. when you have a couple of seasons where they were very good, they expect more. But I've got them 11th. I think they could struggle. I, I'm surprised no one's been linked with sort of Ndidi so far and, and players like that as well. But mm. I, I, I think he's absolutely key for them. Um, Fafana was a big miss with with injuries last year. I, I've got them I think he was massive. I think yeah, I think he was massive. But I, I, I've got them tenth. I'm, I'm actually a little. I, I can see them finishing lower. I can't see them finishing higher. Um, so so that's a little bit optimistic. You know, I've got Crystal Palace and eleventh Wolves for uh, Wolves twelfth, uh, Aston Villa. 14th all you of could those. order those in kind of any yeah league, all right? yeah, all, all of those could finish with Leicester pretty close um Dakwin and Nacho I'd like to see perform well I'd be interested to see if they play up together um but yeah I mean again I think one of those play uh one of those teams that they're not going to get relegated touch wood no, no, them, no. but um I don't think it's gonna be that interesting 14th yeah nothing much 14th wow yeah. I I actually am quite optimistic about them, or I was until the, the, the all these links started. Again. Yeah. So I have them eighth. I think wow, if if they keep if they keep their players as they are, I'm actually, 
I actually think they'll bounce back. I think it's a bit of a drop drop off in form. I think Fofana was a massive miss for him, and their XG was more with how badly they were doing at the back. So I think when you put, I think it was a bit like Liverpool whenever they when Van Dijk and all got injured. I think you you put Fofana, providing he's still there, you put Fofana in there, um, and indeed he back in midfield, um, and then Pereira, um. Uh, and James Justin and Castagna, all really good full backs. And then James Madison, I, I have a really good feeling about James Madison this year. Patson Dak is a season under him. Um he was he was you know, really hyped up as a great player. Um Harvey Barnes, who I always think is solid. So I, I, I and they've been there and done it before. So I think if as long as they avoid injuries and the big players don't go or if they do go they have to replace them. Then I think they'd be solid. What do you think about Schmeichel going and not replacing him with it with a goal? Uh, well, uh, do, do we rate Danny Ward? That's one thing I'm a bit no. unsure about. No, I don't rate Danny Ward, and that's that's part of the problem, isn't it? That yeah. Schmeichel, Fofana, and Madison might all end up going. That's the spine. I I've completely changed my opinion then, but yeah. So. I I I struggle to see them doing anything. They won't they won't be in a relegation fight necessarily. But mm. they're gonna it, have. It, I mean, yeah, go for it. I was just gonna say it's interesting how many teams seem to have left their business so so late. Mm. A lot a lot of the uh, two of the promoted teams in Fulham and Bournemouth have seemed to have like either they're not gonna invest or they've left it really really late. You've lost their. Um, um, Brighton has haven't done an awful lot. Uh, a lot of the bigger Chelsea, for one. Although we've done a lot of business, we needed to do a lot of business, and we're leaving a lot of it still quite more on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's just interesting. I, I I wonder what the sort of cause of that is. Um, is is it that the big teams aren't buying early, so therefore it has a knock on effect of the smaller teams waiting for for their players to be signed or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it is fascinating. Like, Leicester seemingly need to sell to buy. And so, you know, like, for example, us not buying Tielemans, and I don't know, like, they're trying to get... They, they, if, if they sell for Farner, they'll want to get significant money for him, I think, because they need to I'd not love only buy a replacement. Provided but, he's, he's all sort of with that injury, I think he, yeah. he will be terrific. He looks a big mess for them. He'd be a big mess. I think they'll struggle this season, Leicester. I think that's the sort of common consensus here is I don't think they're... I think that I think their time of you know competing for the Champions League and European place. I think at this moment in time, I can't see it happening again. Why are you um, smiling, Harry? Why have you got that big grin? No, because it, I'm I'm not actually. But I just I, I kind of remember sitting here last season, and you know it was a, it was a it was a more difficult sell, not specifically to you guys, but just in general. I was saying, look, Arsenal should be finishing above Leicester with the resources yeah. we have. You know, they're doing well. They're a good club. Everyone likes them. But I'm not absurd in my expectation that given what we have access to what we spend every summer you know the relative size of the club we should be finishing above them you know and and i've been proven right since they've had their purple patch thank you very much off you're not laughing now <laughs> you're not laughing well, now they might long. be they might finish above us next season this might age yeah. terribly um no, moving on west <laughs> don't <laughs> worry um you know me, Ali. Always, always the pessimist. Um, West Ham, seventh last season. Any chance of them cracking into the top six, or do you think? Jamalikas Kamakas, fifteen Premier League Depends goals, takes them from the dizzying heights of seventh to the dizzying heights of seventh. No, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, I absolutely. Yeah. I think what yeah. it does. Is that the first we, one we all agree on? Yeah, yeah I think so because I think, I think so. what it what it is is. We've spoke, we've said this. There's definitely now this power struggle for to be the best of the rest of the other fourteen. Mm-hmm. And I think West Ham the last couple of seasons have obviously you know been in there with Leicester. Last season they were the best of everyone else. And I think by adding Skamaka, it gives them more up front. And I think you know it, it kind of puts them back above the rest. I think it's going to be very difficult with them again. They're going to be in European football, will be at the Conference League this year. You know, to break into They've the done top well tip. to manage it last season, though. They did, but if you look at it, they really struggled at the end. I mean, 58 points. They should have been finishing above Man United last season. To finish yeah. below a team that got 58 points over a season is is poor, ultimately. I know that you've got to have expectations with West Ham, but if they want to be treated as a 
as a top six, not top six, but like if they if they expect to get in the top six, yeah. you've got Best to be. That's that. a low hanging fruit to to get to get fifty nine points to to finish sixth. Um, and they didn't do it. I don't think they'll but, get a better chance than that. No, I I, I agree. Uh, I I think Man United a better manager might have a worse squad, but they they'll be more consistent this year. Um, and I do that. There are a few worries about West Ham's squad in terms of depth. You know, they they do have two. I think what they've got is almost sort of a backup, really quality backup in every single position. You know, right and back, left and the right, 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 back, left, back, but. Sometimes that's not enough, and especially with five subs, like you mentioned in the previous pod or the previous episode, and if you haven't listened, go back and listen, um, Harry. That could be quite crucial this year in terms of in terms of rotating the team. I don't know if they've got that depth necessarily. They've got they've got two really good players in each position, but that's sometimes not enough, in, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, think you saw... I like it. Something different to to throw in there if things aren't going right. Which I think I think the sort mm. of different option off the bench is going to be huge with five subs. Like, like not not the same option as what you already have on, but something that's going to yeah, to, mercurial talent of some sort, a Jesse mm. Lingard perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they could have done with him coming back. Um. But yeah, so I, I think seventh is a good finish for West Ham. You know, it's hard to break into the top six. Like yeah. it, it really is. It's not getting any easier for these teams. Um, and, and really, you shouldn't. You shouldn't break into the top six. No, like, no. It's I only when how... teams like Arsenal yeah. and Spurs have dropped the ball yeah. that's when it's happened. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. been a fa- failing on their parts. Let's be honest. If they do what they're supposed to do, then it's very difficult for these teams. Um, yeah. So credit to them for even being there. But I think seventh. Again, I think it would be a solid, solid season for them. And that's where I've got them. Um, now we're into the good stuff. Now we're into the top six. Um, there's sure to be disagreements. There's sure to be disagreements. Although I'm not sure whether there will be over who we think is going to finish sixth. It was Man United last season. I struggled to make a case for them finishing higher this season. Because I, 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 and, I and I'm happy to take any counter arguments. But, but my, my counter argument I haven't. I've got them six as well, but the, the, my only counter argument is is if Ten Hag just hits the nail on the head. Yeah. And I I think if he does, I think the 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 players in there, what they've previously done, if 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 he's able to get the best season out of uh, that out of each individual player that they've ever had. Which, like, that's a massive ask. But but go with me on it. If they did do that, you're talking like Rashford would would be brilliant. Bruno Fernandes, like, what what did he get? Like 20 goals in mm. the in a season previously. Mm. Jane Sancho, that would be like 15 assists. Um, you know, like the the play, What I'm saying is the players are there that they've previously done it and. What's been lacking is a really good manager. And they've now got that really good manager. If he can squeeze the best out of these players, like Martial, who it looks like he is getting a tune out of in preseason, yeah. see if that continues into the actual season. Uh, be interesting what happens to Ronaldo. But I I wouldn't rule I'm not ruling them out for top four. It all depends on how good Ten Hag is. Um, do you know what I would say? It, 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 so I'll counter that, right? I think they'll get better. I do think they'll get better because they got 58 points last year. They were yeah. appalling yeah. last season. Yeah. They were an, a disgrace, I thought, yeah. uh, throughout the entire season. They will get better. To get into the top four, they'll not only have to get better, one of the other team or two of the other teams that they'll be competing with, you'd have thought, will have to get worse because they're not going to bridge an 11-point gap to fifth, and then what was it, 13-point to fourth, and 17-point mm. to third. They're not going to do that on their own. The other teams will have to come back to them and have to get worse. And with the additions they've made, and we'll come on to speak about them, I just don't see it. I think Ten Hag will make them better. I think they'll be fitter. I think they'll be better organised. They'll press better. They'll score more goals. They'll concede less. Fine. That's what a coach is supposed to do. He's supposed to come in and make the team better. But there's only so much he can do. And the squad depth isn't there. When you look at what they've been fielding in these preseason games, they've had nothing coming off the bench. 
I think you're looking at players that last season, I mean, everyone's optimistic about Sancho, Martial and Rashford. They combined for less than 10 goals last season. You know, and you're talking about, and I know you're, it's, you're speaking theoretically, but getting the best out of them after their worst ever seasons, it's not an easy ask. You know, the expectations yeah. are big there as well. They're not going to be able to do what we did last season, for example, where we hit the reset button, expectations mm. were lower, you blood a new squad and you reset. Man United aren't going to be able to do that. There's too much scrutiny on them at all times. Expectations are always going to exceed what they're able to produce at a point like this. And the way I look at it is they will get better, but the other teams above them I'm expecting to get better as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not getting any easier for them to bridge no. the gap. Uh, the, the, that's, that's why I've got them in, in sixth. I think they'll, they'll significantly improve. And I do believe that Ten Hag will stick to his guns in terms of not... It, the worst thing that could happen to, to Man United if, is if Ten Hag feels the pressure and then starts playing Ronaldo in a pressing you know, team. That is the worst thing that could possibly happen to 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 this team and Man United. Look, I think they've they've got to just stick it out. The the board they've they've got to they've got to expect sixth and just keep it at that and see what Ten Hag can do the next year. I know that sounds like a write off already. It's quite harsh. They've got the Europa not, League as well. It's probably well. It's probably not what what Man United fans deserve and want to hear oh, what they deserve, um, but it's well yeah they're maybe the it's what they deserve. Deserve, yeah. Definitely. um yeah but 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 not what they should expect from from that team yeah. um you know it's the biggest team in in england um yeah. uh, and and how poor they've been but yeah i i think there's a lot of ifs isn't there especially with that yeah there, there's, there's a lot. lot there's a lot of oh they could be the could be's and they're they're not a they're not a bunch of have beans. They're a bunch of could bees, which yeah. isn't, it, which means nothing really. That's until a great they point are. because all of their uh, so they've signed Tarell Malasia, who is still a could be Lissandro Martinez. We're championing Lissandro Martinez this season. Yeah, uh, yeah. let's go, Lissandro. Do well. Good luck. Uh, even though he's Man United, Christian Eriksen, who's obviously the biggest signings, but every, all of their depth is players coming back from loan, youngsters coming back from loan, and promoted players. And mm. so, he, he, apart from the starting 11s, they are all unproven. All of them. Yeah. So, I I, I think they're finished sixth, quite some distance from West Ham, just because the manager is better. And yeah. a long way away from fifth. They'll be like mm. sixth in a in a isolated space of their own not break into the top four at all all season and i don't know i don't know i i feel like they could close the gap but uh, and then one team they, they out, probably will close of... the gap because it like they finished so far behind last season yeah. 11 yeah. points is a significant amount like yeah. if you're man united you're probably seen. looking to add you know nine points maybe finish mid 60s 66 yeah. 67 points that's not a disgraceful season i think especially when you're managing you know the europa league and obviously we'll see how they do in that um, yeah. And they probably will add players. We sh again, we should stress the window's not shut yet. You know, the De Jong saga is still ongoing. And so we are yeah. assessing their squad as it is, and it does look light. And I think they probably know that and will probably address it. I find um, it outrageous that they haven't gone for Didi all of these years, especially now. But it, it, it just, uh, the whole thing is terribly planned. Like, okay, they have a main target and they I'm sure they still want to get him, but they're now going to play you know, pro probably a significant amount of the August games now with McTominay and Fred in midfield again. again. And I just don't think that's good enough. Like yeah. They're yeah. so bad. And, and they just keep getting fielded. So I have them. Kelsey I have them. Why we had a, a more organised window? And, we, and it's and not it's exactly been organised there. Flying around on a private jet with yeah. papers on the And you got Barca like, Please, yeah. pipping you yeah. to signings left, right, and centre. <laughs> I saw just... a parody account today was tweeting that Barca had like made a bid for um for Farna. Yeah, <laughs> and a few people go. It's like one of the Barca hasn't account. had a shower in like a month, and, and uh, he's too busy <laughs> throwing well. dinner parties and you know yeah. having these face-to-face -face meetings. But um, yeah, Man United sixth, I think for now. I think I, I just don't think. I, it, yeah. If someone wants to predict them higher, I I just struggle to see the reasoning behind it, other than like blind yeah. optimism at this yeah. point. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. See how it can, we can all be wrong. You know, it can happen. Um, fifth was Arsenal last season. Now. I think in this segment of the show, I think you've got it's specifically well, for these three, three teams. I think because yeah. it is interdependent. I think when you're looking at them, I think 
you could justify putting them in any order. And I think that they do relate in terms of they've all probably improved, at least certainly Arsenal and Spurs. But have they improved relative to the opposition they're up against? Because I think that's what it's going to depend on here. Uh-huh. So, I, Ali, you can go first because you're unbiased. You've got no horse in the race here. I do not. And I frankly don't really care who finishes where. Chelsea fifth. Thanks, Arsenal Ali. Fourth. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chelsea fifth. Arsenal fourth. Tottenham third. Uh, Chelsea will struggle defensively. The fact that they haven't been able to sign Jules Koundé is going to be a bit of a problem. And I fear that, for them, I don't care, but I fear for Tuchel that he hasn't exactly figured out whether he's going for a back four or five. He's going to have to go for four now. And I maintain that Kalido Koulibaly is... Temper your expectations on him a little bit because I think he, uh, he, he struggles with the agility required for the type of defending Thomas Tuchel goes with. And if you have wide players that cut inside, and we've talked about this before, Khalidi Koulibaly has problems turning and accelerating. And, and yeah, we've talked about Salah and every time we played <laughs> Napoli and all this. And I, and I still think this is the case. And Koulibaly will start every game. And it will be a struggle. And I think it needs what I think to you're saying, your what, what I think is absolutely fair to say, sorry to cut you off, is Go he on. will not be as good at the Rudiger role as Rudiger absolutely. was. I don't think there's a defender hey, in world yeah. football that does that role, touch tight, playing almost as a left back or a right back, whatever side you're on. And, and there just won't be a Rudiger role. That's aggressive. You know, I, 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 yeah. It's fair to say, if you expect him to come in and do that, that's probably an unfair expectation. I don't think he's yeah. of that calibre. But I do think he's better than, you know, they, they, Rudiger's been gone now since May. They, they've known he's going. And so yeah. they've not had anyone better there. He's a better solution than the internal ones they had. I do yeah. think they're a bit stuck between a back two, a back four and a back three at the moment. I think it's going to have to be a back three because I just don't think they're settled enough to play a back four yet. I, I think you, I think you, I, for me specifically, and again, I know preseason games, you can't read into them too much, right? And I'm not over-indexing the result against Chelsea, but the biggest thing that starts me in that game was, yes, they were chaotic defensively, but they looked like they didn't know how to build play in a back four. And when you've been doing it in a back three for the past couple of years and been doing it, you know, to a pretty good level and you suddenly go to a back four, and I know there were players missing, so again, potentially a bit unfair to write it off completely, but it just didn't look well coached. It didn't look cohesive Mm. like it usually does. And yeah. I think if you're looking at least short term, I think they'll stick in that back three. Yeah, uh, I think I think you're, you're spot on, and I think we absolutely have to start the season in a back three, um, especially yeah, the, the the first game of the season. You know, even though Chalaba, I don't think is quite up to it yet. I think he's competent in that right centre back role, and and so you you you've got to play in a back three. 11. Yeah, exactly. You got to play your your best eleven. Um, so so and it, sorry, you got to not play your best eleven. You got to play t- to win and and a back three, like you said, we're used to that in terms of build up play. Um, rest of the squad, I'm actually pretty pretty positive. Um, for for, for Chelsea, I I think, and we've argued a lot off camera. Um, about whether Chelsea are in turmoil. You know whether it's a massive transition period for them. I don't believe it is. I don't believe this this idea that that Chelsea have a huge rebuild um, to, to to undergo. You know, Christensen didn't play very many games. Rudiger was was pretty key, um, and like you said, he was very good last year. Having said that, there was a lot of doubts of Rudiger before last year. Uh, you know, the, the, he wasn't exactly a nailed-on best yeah, I think in the before world. Tuchel in that, came in. Definitely. Yeah, before Tuchel, uh, especially. And so I, I, I think this this idea that Chelsea are going to be in free fall and and drop two or three, uh, you know, uh, yeah, two places, I suppose it would be, um, is a bit for me uh, hyperbolic. Um, I, 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 I think it will be closer, and I think it's absolutely fair to say they'll they'll finish fifth. But I just don't think it I, I, it won't it won't happen in, in my books uh, I, anything, I, I, I think the gap between Liverpool and Man City will get tighter to Chelsea and Tottenham and Arsenal 
um, rather than um, you know one one of those three significantly dropping off. So, what's mm. your order, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, then George? For for me, I I, I initially put it at Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool, uh, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea. Sorry, okay. um, I think I'm going to change that. I think I'm going to put Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea. Um, so because I'm fifth. really impressed by by Arsenal. So you putting Chelsea fifth. fifth? No, no, first. I suppose fifth. Fifth to fifth. Yeah, fifth, fifth oh. to third. Uh, oh, do, do, so, them, do them with the numbers. So who do you yeah, have? Apologies, apologies. I've confused everyone. Yes, um, fifth, fifth. I'm 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 gonna go with Spurs, Tottenham. Okay. Um, what do you think of? Yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. then fourth, Arsenal. Third, Chelsea. Or no longer Chelsea. Chelsea. So that's mine as well. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's mine as well. Yeah, I, I should probably say here, right? This is basically because I hate Spurs. Like, yeah, I actually yeah. think Arsenal are most likely to finish outside the top four of those teams. Like, in my mind. And it's not because we're a bad team. What you've said there is a good point. I think all three of those teams could easily get more points than last season. And yeah. I think, therefore, City and Liverpool could get less points. The gap could be smaller. We could be in a situation where Arsenal get mid-70 points and it's still not enough to get top four because I think yeah. the calibre of teams going for it is pretty good. Um what I would say on Chelsea, in terms of the uh, like uncertainty point, that's not the right way of putting it. That's not how I would say it anyway. I think it's less about the players you're losing and more for me about the way you played in the second half of last season. And I know there were mitigating factors that influenced that. You had injuries, you had the stuff around the ownership situation. But I just think when you combine that with losing a couple of key players, particularly Rudiger and not knowing particularly what the budget's going to be this summer, and it has become a bit more clear that they are initially going to spend money at least and, and fill gaps. I just think that it's, it, it, it's, it's not on the edge. That's the wrong way of putting it. But it's certainly less certain going into the season than it was last year in particular, where I think people thought, okay, Chelsea are going to kick on now. They're mm. a better team. That They're in a position to get stronger. I think this year... You've still got good players. I'm still giving you the benefit of the doubt in my mind because I still think that you have the third best squad on paper. Mm. But it's also not an unfair statement to say that I think the gap between Chelsea and the teams chasing them is smaller than it was last year and I would have expected it to be like yeah. coming into the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, no, my, no, absolutely. I, my thing with Chelsea, um, I, I, have a, I have a fourth, I have Arsenal fifth, I have Spurs in third. Which was tough, and um, <laughs> I think that's that's a is that a ten point difference, ten place difference from one. I had them twelfth last season. Wow! So, yeah, so nine, 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 honest, nine position jump there. Um, my thing with um, Chelsea is it. The, I don't like the noise that's coming out of Chelsea. Um, I don't think we're all they're going to be pulling in the same direction. There's so many players. There's nearly half the squad that are eyeing up a move. Even the, the like even the young players coming through, they're they're, they're not like gunning to try and be the, the the player at Chelsea. They're they're looking to go elsewhere. So like, there's very few players that are like, I know my role, I know my position. Then on top of that, there's this. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure Tuchel will go with a five, but I think it'll grow into the season where this uncertainty is is it a four, is it a five? And I also feel like everybody knows to win the league we need to play, be playing a four. And so it's when do we make that transition and when do we go for it? And um that that's gonna be difficult to, to do. Um and also I think there's just like players that are just like don't the 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 players get the best out of this team? I don't think it's this formation. Um, but that but then I can't say that with certainty because I don't know who's going to be in the squad. It's just uncertainty is the word with like yeah, just like who's going to be there, who's going to stay, who's going to have a key role. Um, like we're, we're I I think we'll be we'll be, like we'll be having we'll have one of the best teams as you said, one of the best squads. But it's just the atmosphere more than anything. And like it like it Chelsea have had these seasons before and we finished tenth. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's it, the one that players... immediately sprung to mind. And you didn't have We're... the 10th best squad that year. You went and won the league the following season. Exactly. You, you sandwiched two league titles yeah. with a season finishing 10th. Which yeah. is the most bizarre thing. It's 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 like there's been a rot that's been like slowly, slowly get faster and faster, and and now you've got like our club captain Dave that not <sighs> forcing him to move, but but he's 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 like it's time for me to go. There's so many players that are um were put out on loan. Like Kennedy's in and around the squad. But, but what is is it is it is it good to have a player like fucking Kennedy about? You you always find a cool guy. What about I'm going to bring up the main guy now. Yeah. We, we had to turn down a bid for Manglan Sar because we're waiting to bring in a centre back. Why are we? We should be. We should be going. We should be packing his bag for him. I, I love that how you so insist. I love how you insist on every single time pronouncing his name wrong. It just adds to the like anger it's and fury. It's Malang. Malang Sar. Yeah. Yeah. The man, it's not Manglan, but I prefer your. I prefer. <laughs> your pronunciation, your botched pronunciation of it. To be fair, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Oh. It, like we we're after turning down a um a bid for him from Fulham because we're waiting to sign another centre back, and it's just like, what are we doing? Just get rid of them. We already have too many players. You, you do. I have to say, like Chelsea, we've discussed this many times. I don't want to really litigate it for too long, but Chelsea do have like. It, they have a hoarding culture. It's a problem. The players that have stayed there for the like that game we played at the start of last season with the um oh what was it called when we were looking at who was still at Chelsea, um yeah it was yeah yeah uh, what yeah, was it? yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like. crazy crazy stuff absolutely crazy um but I think it's gonna be tight. I think that like to be honest with you, I, if if I'm speaking with my head, I'd say Arsenal fifth. But I can't predict another St. Tot- uh, I need a St. Tottenham stay. I need us to get back above them. So fuck Spurs. They're going to finish fifth. Um, yeah. Easy. With, with, with Chelsea, there's just like... I, I, I'm not sure if I'm convinced about the attack either. Like Sterling, no, I, I Sterling think will do well. But then um, Sterling Mount are fine. But I feel like the, the centre-four role is so crucial. And... I think it's a lot to expect Havertz to really kick on. And, and I do don't well. rate him. I must be honest. I don't think he's produced nearly enough for the way people speak about him. I think he's, I, you know, I he's decent. Like but yeah, I, I just, I, I, but it, it, I tell you what, it's big on. It's now really big for Tuchel this season. I think. Yeah. Because he's he's had a good few transfers now. Um, he's probably had the chance to change it. I think it. The way he's gone about treating the youngsters this season sets a big precedent. I like, like he's he's not interested in 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 trying to bet in youngsters is what the impression I'm getting. No, he and wants to win he's, now. He's all for winning now. So yeah. If he doesn't, and it doesn't look like we're going to be doing that, and that might be because of the 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 ownership that that was a bit all over the place this this summer. But yeah, it's. I'm I I could see us dropping out of the top five as we said. With it, it you could happen. Make out of the top five, these... top five. Oh, so no, no, I dropped to fifth. Sorry, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, but like, we just need to clear out. Um, there's so many, there's so many hangers on. Like Michi Batshuayi at the moment is going to be in in the squad. But yeah, what yeah. I want to say on that, Fergal, but once, that's always been the case at Chelsea. Chelsea have never have always had rot. We've always spoke about Chelsea as a rotting team for about two decades. It's just the same thing. <laughs> I feel like this is... Most this is the Champions League titles. It's not worse. It's built up to half the team looking for a move. That's the same as every year. It's I swear not, it's, no, this it is, is, this it is, is definitely as worse as it's been. Right, yeah, anyway, like, nah. The amount of players that could leave Chelsea... It is literally half the team. But 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 either way, I think what deserves mention is that we do have a better manager than Arsenal, uh, and I think yeah, that, yeah. That, and that that's why, why I thought you've heard. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's completely fair. Like that, that that's one of the reasons I initially had Arsenal fifth rather than Spurs. But I've changed my mind because of uh, pre-season, basically. Um, it's going to be a really interesting one. It's going to be really interesting, and it's quite exciting, I think, that to have to have a really competitive top four, um, which hasn't always been the case um, these past uh, few years. Without doubt, without doubt. So finally, 
to the summit, to the top two, what do we think? Do we see Man City doing it again? Because it's quite interesting with these teams. Like You could argue that both of them have actually gotten worse in this transfer window. And, and granted, they're both still at an exceptional level. I'm not talking about anyone being in a crisis. But I'll come to you first, Ali. Obviously, you've, you know, he brought in Nunes. And I know there's been stuff going around on the social media mocking him. But I do yeah, think he's going to be a, a good player for Liverpool. No doubt. He will score goals. But he's replacing Mane, who was exceptional it's not a fair expectation to expect him to come straight in and be as effective as Mane was on a week-to-week basis and so in in the immediate short term at least you can argue that Liverpool are are weaker because of that they I think downgraded up front because of this so we've got we we sold Mane Mm. and brought in Darwin Nunez that is a downgrade I'm okay with it I'm okay with the strategy of okay we have uh, Salah, Firmino, and uh, Diaz still. Diaz has a lot of minutes, minutes under his belt with us. Now, um, I'm okay with the fact that Darwin Nunez is coming in. He might not play every single game, but he's here for the long term, for the main part of his career, and will develop into, I think, one of the best records in the world. That would not be a surprise if it happened. See, the problem is, though, I do think, despite the completely warranted optimism after uh, defeating Man City in the Charity Shield. or so, uh, What's it called nowadays? Supporter Shield? No, Supporter it, it, Shield. Charity Shield, Community Shield. <laughs> community yeah. Shield, that's all. Well, um, Charity Shield's fine. Yeah. Um, despite the very warranted optimism, I do have a feeling that if Holland stays fit for the whole season, that they'll... Not that we won't necessarily gain a better... Uh, a similar number of points to last season, but Man City might actually jump up more because in the games where they've struggled to finish or break teams down, they have a solidified striker who has scored 20 goals a season, every season at Dortmund. I was going to say, Man City are interesting though because obviously you said they, they have added Haaland, but they've lost some, you know good players there. Like, maybe not nailed on key components of their team. But let's be fair, the likes of Sterling, the likes of, particularly Sterling, I would say, but also Jesus and Zinchenko, very, very useful players for them in different ways. And I think the one thing that stood out to me watching that Charity Shield game where they fielded Mares and Grealish as the wingers is, uh-huh. they seem to lack kind of genuine pace out there in, in terms of getting rid of Jesus, getting rid of Sterling. They lack kind of runners. And I know they don't play much against teams that will press them high and leave space for them to run in behind. Yeah. It's more about breaking a deep block. But I don't know. Like It sort of just stood out to me as a, like maybe a potential weakness. And it's just because... difficult to assess where Man City are at because they are so exceptional. They are a fantastic team. They you know have elite technicians all over the pitch. But I think Alvarez they've let some good players leave. Really good. Alvarez has going to real well. But... I, I think he already looks like he's going to hit the ground running and... Yeah. I think I I I will under it will he actually end up having a better season than Haaland, oh, especially wow. first half of the season. Uh, I think I think he might just it, may, it might just fit in better, um, and then Haaland might acclimatize a bit later on in the season. But maybe and yeah. uh, another thing to say about that Harry in terms of genuine pace out wide and there's been a slight change I think, uh, and I think it's a slightly deliberate one. Um, and they might lose Bernardo Silva to Barcelona, but that's another story. If they do, that's huge. Mm, that's huge. If they do. But rather than having... they used to All they need is Chelsea for... to come in for him, and then he's gone. And he's gone. Yeah, I, I, I used shut to up do this. this. Given off that Chelsea, we signed Bernardo Silva. Absolute nah. short king. Absolute short king. If they, if they used to do this 4-2-4 thing, so they have two up front, one of the midfielders, and then another false nine, and they would the two of them would be up front kind of distracting the center backs into dragging down their their defensive line and then you'd have the pace out wide as like runners making those kind of diagonal runs and you saw Gabriel Jesus in central areas a lot of the time Sterling in central areas a lot of the time and I think what the shift now this year is focusing more on a focal point in the middle because teams have started to kind of figure that out and um, being instructed to oh center the the center backs make sure you don't get fooled by the positioning of those two false nines make sure you have your center your your 
your your defensive line as disciplined as possible and don't be fooled by by this um but that's one player versus two in the middle so it will be an interesting dynamic i feel like he might start with actually holland and julian alvarez as two strikers uh, like maybe one playing off the other maybe one being a little bit deeper than big the man other. little man four big four, man little man two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Imagine if I say that. It'd be lumping uh, it up. Yeah, that'll be. That'll be yeah, yeah. Goes yeah. Um, what, but what? no, it's gonna be a fascinating thing for Man City to watch. Actually, um, I feel like I know generally what Liverpool is are gonna do. I was hoping Firmino, 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 and Nunez start together. It doesn't look like that will happen. It's either one or the other. I feel like Nunez is going to get actually more of the minutes, but I was hoping for a 4-2-3-1 where Firmino's behind Nunez. That would have been nice. Is there a world in which you could see him playing anywhere other than centre-forward, Nunez? Is, do you think he could play one of those like forward positions? Because the other thing I sort of was on my mind is I think Luis Diaz needs to be scoring more goals, contributing more than he has to this yeah. point. I think he's been impressive. I think he's been bright, but... When you've lost someone like Mane, and that is 20 goals, yeah. Nunes needs to contribute. But I think Diaz needs to contribute as well. And and I'm, I think he's a great player. I think he will get better. But at this point, I think you know he needs to kick on. And if you're talking about a team going for the league, you need to judge players you know, accordingly. Um, I do see a world yeah. where Nunez starts on the left, let's say, sometimes. Because he has done it with Vernon. Yeah. So you might yeah. have a scenario where Jota plays up front, Nunez plays on the left, or Jota plays on the left. I forgot about Jota, actually. He's been injured, hasn't he? Uh, he has yeah. been injured, and I think he's kind of been demoted in the hierarchy. Of the... Yeah, well, like, that happened sort of the end of last season, didn't it, when I started slagging him off, and then they yeah. just they, they yeah, listened to me and stopped playing him. I think Elliot will have a good season again. I think, he's... I think they'll need him to. So that was the other thing I was going to... Sorry, George, to cut you off. No, yeah. Liverpool looks short in midfield to me, and, and it's nothing new, I think, that... Like we like the, that on this podcast, or how? Yeah, we do way. like short, but I, I meant in numbers, not in height. <laughs> um, now, granted, you know, people like Oxley Chamberlain doesn't play much, but he's out for a long period of time now. See, so that's one less. Morton's gone out on loan again, well down the pecking order. But you know, I saw the numbers today. I mean, you've got Henderson, Thiago, Fabinho, which arguably the starting three, and then you've got Cater, um, Milner, and some guy that I honestly can say i've never heard of um i can't even remember how his name was pronounced it began with b he might know we'll talk about it i don't know what oh, i don't know, what he, uh, I don't know who by, he was by chetic he's uh he's that was a it. 17 year old he's not gonna be a first <laughs> that was it yeah well, he's not gonna go. be a first seed, but he, he i hope he stays for the long term because he has he sees i, I don't know if people are putting him in there as a joke yeah. Uh, nah. <laughs> yeah. Harvey Elliott in that three or in. And in he that. was the sorry. He was the yeah. other one. Harvey Elliott was the other one. So he still uh, has Curtis Jones. Carvalho can, can play there. He's injured though, isn't he, Curtis Jones? Is he? I don't know. I thought he was injured. Sorry. Yeah. Again, like completely forgot. Liverpool Twitter like to complain about your midfield problems. I think they maybe feel a bit more strongly about it than you do. Uh, um, well, I I feel like they are right to in some. Jordan Henderson is overhated. But I do feel like we have a shortage in the number six. I would like back up to Fabinho. Jordan Henderson is not a six. Jordan Henderson is I, 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 I wouldn't also just Holland say a shortage. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't just say a shortage as well. I think there's a lack of quality Don't in terms George. of Curtis Jones. Uh, in the bench player department. That's a better way of putting it, George, to be honest, yeah. in terms of what I'm saying. Shortage yeah. of quality. I think I think shortage of quality uh, and compared to obviously Man City, I know they've got less squad depth depth this year, um, but they they do have some fantastic backups and they're they're a really superb team. Um, yeah. The only reason I've I've put Man City over Liverpool um, for me is the manager. I think Pep Guardiola is the best manager in the world. I think he's much better than Klopp um, over league season. Um, he's been proven season after season, and he's got a better team. To be fair to him, um, so so that does help. But he's he's a far superior manager in that sense. Um, I think that's a bit think... harsh, far superior. No, it's, when it's a couple not, of the leagues not, have been won by not. a point and two Thank points you, or whatever. It yeah, was. but it's it, it's not it's not harsh because he's he's been able to find creative solutions that I think Klopp struggles with. Easy when you've got a big uh, checkbook, mate. Well, no, no, absolutely, and I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. <laughs> that he hasn't been helped by that. 
um, and he certainly has, and he he has had the better better team, arguably. Um, but you know, he he's won how many Premier Leagues now? Out of no, he's like, yeah, four, four the last five. Yeah, yeah, four out of the last five. I mean, it's pretty insane. Huge. And on, on top of that, I I, I think uh, both teams have regressed pretty significantly, and I think it won't be ninety points. I I reckon it actually might be eighty points for for both of them this year. Which is my bold take of the year, because um, I think that the Premier League has increased in quality pretty significantly. Um, you know, we don't have a Norwich. Um, I like that. And, and we'll see. I have to say that, that's yeah. that's tempting because as as well, like the, it's going to be a big adjustment, especially for Man City to play with a striker like yeah. Haaland. I I still don't I still don't believe that Guardiola asked for Haaland either. So um. Wouldn't think he did. Wouldn't think he did. That is true. Well, I I can imagine him being like, "Oh, Alvarez, we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll we'll fit him in and we'll make him work, and then he'll be the main striker eventually." And they've gone Haaland. He's gone. Okay, well we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll give him, we'll give him a go. Okay. It, I also find it amazing how like Haaland and Nunez both of a similar age, similar playing style, and then the same fucking haircut as well. Like. It, it, it's <laughs> it's amazing how similar they, they are, like just being thrown together to pit against each other for the Premier League title. But it, it's weird just how similar it is, both signings. Yeah. Mm. But you know, just to, just to place on record, completely disagree with the fact that Pep is a far superior manager than Klopp. I would accept that he is. He he is. Be- I would accept that take. Disagree with it and say Klopp is better just just better at producing talent um yeah but that, that that's a separate and doing, that's a separate doing more yeah it is but Do, it, doing more with less isn't it, it, what what less. george is saying is he's won more uh, he's been more successful in a league more, format but he, he it's cost a lot more also to, Meadows, to, Meadows to suggest that liverpool to suggest that liverpool have, have less yes they do it is less but it's marge it's not it's it, it it's isn't. really not. That. It isn't, and I will direct you to the cost per point video of uh, James Alcott uh, and uh, and the graphs on this stuff. Is it net spend uh, though? That because uh, it's a big thing with Liverpool is like a lot more... of their spending gets offset by that Coutinho set, which you know. Uh, that has much to do with Klopp. Like, well, well it they does, got though. quite lucky that Barca are pretty stupid, basically, and that's, paid, that's what I mean. Like, it's the fact the fact that they're able to. Um, Offset, like the 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 fact that they're able to spend big is because they've sold big, but that's not much to do with club. No, no, I, I, that's my. I suppose that's my point. Yeah. But I don't agree that he's far inferior because I think that no. a couple of the league seasons have been close. I think he has worked with less, um, and I think that the mere fact that it's even been competitive, you have to accredit him with. But what I will say is Pep has, you know, produced. He's won four out of five league titles. You can't argue with that. Yeah, definitely. As much as you might want to caveat it with he's spent this and he's done this, he's done that, like, yeah. fine. No denying but he's one of the best players. I, I, think, I think he's... The other thing about Pep is he said it, like, especially last season when we thought that we'd kind of written them off at times, like, he he signs players that or like... In terms of, like, the, the whole strikerless thing, I think a lot more managers would have been pining for like a proper striker mm. uh, to make to make their team work, and he's like, no, and actually ended up like some of the best football and the most dominant football was played without one, and when he actually had to solve a problem, even though he'd been he'd been given basically everything that he wanted to, but yeah. like, but also I, I also feel like Man City have struggled for a, a proper left back. For a long, long time, and I think they're only going to struggle he's just more. Made Joe Cancelo yeah. into so much more than 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 a, a normal left back, but it was out of a problem that he had to solve again. Mm. Um, and, I think that's I think where they'll struggle this of that. I think they might struggle there this season with with just Cancelo if they don't get um, yeah. Cucurella. I think they could struggle. But you're right; he found a creative solution. So, are we all agreed? Man City won, Liverpool two. Any, anyone? Yeah, I would say so. Unfortunately. Do you not yeah. back your boys, no? That's a shame. Uh, it's not that I don't back my boys. It's just that I think we'll put, we put, have that great up front. Say it how it is. Um, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we won the league. 
I it's it's a pure it's a pure prediction based on our transfer business and their transfer business. So, so do you think Pep's going to be super, superior this year then? Then Ali, I will again, <laughs> again. Uh, it's, that's a question for another time. I don't think. I, I don't yeah, think let's so. not open that can of, of worms because we're pretty, uh, we're coming to the end. We've opened it already. We're trying to close it. And, uh, yeah, let's so close like, it, George. Let's not let's close uh, it dig for, it back yeah. open. Yeah, close it. We'll come to it another time. And on that note, I think we'll finish there. So the full predictions are in. They'll be up on the Just Another Football Podcast football Twitter page as well, in full. JF underscore pod. For, for, for the rest of the season, so you can all have a good laugh. Yeah. You can have a laugh at the yeah. pictures, which will hopefully be better than the last ones we used. <laughs> but, well. but what I always say what I always say with people that have a laugh or poke fun at a prediction, I want to see yours. Yeah. If, if, yeah. If you're having a poke at mine, I want to see yours. See how smart you are. So Absolutely. get your own predictions in underneath our uh, underneath 100%. our tweet. But see, and we can we can see who's uh who's the better predictor. Seriously, you can beat guys. The, the shortest podcast on, th- uh, uh, on the internet. Yeah, the shortest internet uh, uh, podcast on the internet. George football podcast on the internet. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for joining me. And uh, I hope you've all enjoyed listening. And we'll catch you all on the next one. Cheers. Yeah.